Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa alihi wa sahabihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Woo! All right, let's get started. Um, today, we're talking about uh, ilm, knowledge, the importance of seeking knowledge. Mm-hmm. Not just like Islamic literacy, understanding just to put it into context, when you're when you're in prayer, understanding what you're saying and who you're worshiping and the significance of everything that you're saying, because there it is for significance. It's at it least for a yeah, reason. At least understanding the basics of like who your Lord is, uh, um, the five pillars, Aki, the fifth, like the the base, at least the basics of those to the point where they're inside your heart. And if someone were to ask you, you could explain them. Like you could explain them to them why you're a Muslim. You're not just gonna say, "Oh yeah, because my parents are Muslim." Like, that's Dude, not, just, that's not what I'm, that's not what the point of being Muslim is. Just imagine the sad reality. You're praying. You don't even know what you're praying to. When you're praying, you don't even know what you're saying. You don't even understand anything about what you're saying. You know that that's a sad reality to live in. How can you have any you know khushu in your salah like that? You can't. This is just a, an encouragement to learn and go and search up like the true meanings. Even if you do, like, even if like you speak Arabic. Like you still have to understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and understanding like, you know, like in the first like in takbiratul ihram, like when you say Allahu Akbar. At this moment, Allah at oh every every moment Allah is the greatest, and at this moment Allah is the greatest. Everything else is little. You're in your prayer. You've entered in a state of prayer. Mm-hmm. You're in a state of purity. Like this, at this moment, the only thing that matters is your connection to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because you've disconnected yourself from like your responsibilities, the worldly desires, all of that. For you to com- concentrate on this um, moment, prayer, this prayer and, like yeah. this moment with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? Because that's only between you and Him. Like, there's no one else who's involved in this. There's no one here that's uh, that's speaking on your behalf. Like even when you're in praying in congregation, it's a, it's a like there's an obligation upon you to even read Fatiha for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not you don't just listen to the Imam do it. You know that's according to Madhab because you know, there are some Madhabs that they claim that they don't do that, but. For us, we you know you read you read the fatiha because it's for yourself as well, and the declaration of the fatiha, what is it for? It's it's also it's a du'a. You're asking Allah to guide you. You're asking Allah you to keep you on the on the path that's uh, that's rightly guided, like and keep keep you away from the path that has been led astray, that has earned his anger, that has been cursed. And you say amin because you want you're like what what does amin mean? I mean is you asking Allah like oh, Allah answer me like this is you're asking Allah for an answer. You're asking Allah to. And even in Fatiha, he responds to you when you're reading. When you're reading li- line by line, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala he uh, he responds to you through each line. And uh, the reason the reason I brought this topic was because um, I used to be in an ignorant ignorant place. I used to be someone who I was Muslim, and you know there were there were aspects of Islam that I knew I didn't know enough though, and there were questions that I couldn't answer for people, and that that hurt. Like it, it felt really good when I could answer questions, but when I couldn't, all of a sudden I was like, dang, bro, like. How can I really claim claim that I believe this fully, undoubtedly? And I'm telling people like, yo, this is like the true way of life. But I don't even know why it's the truth. Dude, I hate this feeling of being stumped. Like, it's just like, yeah, you know in your heart. But at, at the same time, you want to be able to spread the message. You want to be able to spread the word. But how can you if you have no knowledge? Of to it? me, the the lack of Islamic literacy to me was is like the cause of most like extremism or deviant paths. Because like... Sometimes people, they'll take a verse of the Quran and they'll, they'll run away with it without understanding any context, any tafsir, any like the exegesis of the Quran. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Too. Like, like, just, like, yeah, what you're saying there is a pretty good point. Like, 
imagine you, you don't understand the full surroundings of it so you just take something and you run with it bro like, it it plagues the umma and today. It, like, yeah and see and the lack of this literacy is what is a big problem of our umma i i um what's it called i understand i understand it to to a certain extent like obviously when you find islam like when islam is something that you fully believe in yourself and it's not something that's taught to you like in school because in school you don't truly want to learn all this stuff you want to learn stuff that you want to learn like that you want to focus your time on mm-hmm. so when you take islam and turn it into that turn it into something that you truly just want to do want to learn then you'll find you'll find out more knowledge because you'll find the answers that you're looking for at least the answers that you seek like uh the questions that uh, you seek answers to right and obviously Part of seeking knowledge is understanding what type of questions you can ask, what type of questions that you can find an answer to. Like there are people who are, who it's just a product of their ignorance because they have no knowledge. They'll ask questions that they never will have an answer to. And then that can cast doubt into their heart. Like, you know, there are people who always ask, who is Allah? Where, like, where is Allah? Who created Allah? These types of questions. Like even Muslims will ask these types of questions. So, and if they have no knowledge of like uh, these forms of questions that they, there's not an answer that you can get that's like clear and concise. No regular Joe Schmo is going to have that answer, the answer yeah, like, to that question. For example, if you knew the if you know like attributes of being God, you would know that God is uncreated. So you wouldn't obviously you wouldn't come with the arrogant question of who created God. Exactly. So things like that, and obviously knowing the, the answers to those types of types of questions would eliminate doubt in your heart and the hearts of others, right? Because mm-hmm. some people they they truly just don't know, and this causes them to doubt. And it's even knowing though, like you know. Like the, the names and attributes of Allah You have to know your Lord That's the first part of seeking knowledge Is knowing who your Lord is How are you going to pray to Allah And you don't know who Allah is <laughs> like, What does the Quran say This is like This is a book for the people Who ponder upon it This is a, yes. this is a message the, of those To those who understand The Quran not only like Appeals to reason But it nourishes And it like It develops it in a way Like no other Like the Quran like You see in many verses In many verses Like at the beginning of Surah That this is the, These are the verses of a clear book A book that's mm-hmm. unambiguous There's no doubt in which it is In this book like mm-hmm. we see this like throughout the Quran and then you see there's many instances in the Quran where it says and here this here this is a sign for those who reflect what is reflection yeah. like you said earlier you said something about asking questions yeah. like reflection is asking questions but it's not asking questions that will never be answered but it's asking questions like ask yourself why did Allah reveal this story to, to us if this is the Lord of the world speaking right now why did he why did he reveal the story to us Ask these, and then you you ponder upon you like you see the wisdoms in it. Like you can have someone who has read the Quran. Maybe he, say he's read the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. He has gained wisdom, like such wisdoms on like um, being portrayed by like what family members and people clo- the people closest to you. And he gained that wisdom just from reading the Quran. All right, yeah. you see this, and then you have another person who didn't read the Quran. He gained this wisdom by someone actually backstabbing him in real life, and he had went through that pain. He had that experience of but someone. He had nowhere to turn yeah. to, and he had nowhere to turn to, and he had he had no one to tell him this. But look, we had this Quran. We have one, and what is was it? What does it say in Surah Yusuf? You corrected me earlier. It says we have pre- prevented the best of stories to you so that you can reflect. Yeah, and these stories in the Quran, they're not just make fairy tale. Like they're they're there for you to reflect upon and for you to learn from, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously there's there's a message here, right? And you have to take that message and apply it to your life because whether or not, you know, it happens to you directly, it will happen to someone around you, mm-hmm. right? And so how how would you ever know how to deal with these types of things, right? Yeah, the Quran goes to literally almost every single reality in life. Yeah. 
and it, uh, when it talks about in the Quran, when it says like we sent a messenger to every nation and they denied him, and then after that, you know, so Allah destroyed those people and He made them into nar narrations, right? What are we supposed to take from those narrations? We're supposed to take the lesson from them. So we're not like those people, right? Mm -hmm. It's like whenever you know you go to seek knowledge in someone who's successful at something you want to be successful at, you want to look at their mistakes. What did they do wrong so that you avoid those things? Exactly, like like you see someone who maybe. But they're doing the same thing as you, but they failed. You're not going to look at them and reflect upon their situation and how you can prevent it from happening for yourself. Like, does, like in Surah Insan, Allah says, the first, the first verse, does mankind now remember there was a time where they wouldn't even have thought? Do they not reflect on, like, upon these things? Like, I remember there was a time in my life, I, I was just, I, I, I was asked a question. I was like, Austin, how do you know, you know a lot of the things that you're talking about? And I, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the things that sometimes I would talk about I never even went through myself, but you know what I, you know what, you know what happened? I saw other people go through them or I saw stories of other people go through them. And that's exactly how I knew how to deal with them. And I could give the proper advice to those people. Mm -hmm. And then another thing about knowledge and knowing stuff, the Quran, the first word revealed to our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Iqra. And this, this word has a dense meaning. The Quran advocates for reading, knowledge, re reasoning, reflection. This is all in the Islamic golden age. We were literally like the world leaders in philosophy, science, mathematics. Yeah. We were, we were, yeah. we were like the, name? one of the greatest empires. Uh, Elon Musk, he talked about how Islam was a, was a means of preservation for a lot of the knowledge that we have today. Right. Mm -hmm. So just, just mm -hmm. think about that. Like we, we, as Muslims, we, we have no, no thing as blind faith here. We're here to study. Yeah, we're here to learn. We're here to, you know, to take advantage of what we have in front if of there's us. there's a religion with evidence, it's Islam has. Of it. course, we have the evidence. We, we but, have yeah. that. But here's the thing. There's the difference between, you know, the evidences that we take in. Because, for example, right, us as believers, right, you know, we could take any creation as evidence for the existence of God, right? But obviously, the disbeliever, you know, anything you show them will never be enough for them. Now, see, the thing is, Allah comes to you with, for one, he comes with, to you with evidences. Evidences that you won't see in other, in other books, right? In other faiths, like their books. And also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gives you open challenges. He tells you, like, bring yourself back to life if, uh, when you die. He also tells you, like, are you, like, did you create yourself? Are you the creators? He also says, bring a surah like it. And you, he said, you, you will never do it. You can't do it. Like, he tells you these are challenges for you and you're still not going to do them. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's doing, like, it's, it's like the fact when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you see in certain stories, he'll ask questions, even though he knows the answer. It's like, yeah, you, you think and then, about that. And then there's like, Allah says, do they not see like uh, the, the sun and the moon in their own orbits? When Allah says this, he's not talking to the Arab Bedouin in, in 7th century Arabia. He's talking, he's talking to the people of science. He's not yeah. talking, he's not, he's talking to the people who read like, he, oh, men of like, literally the men of science. Do you not see how the, the moon and the, the sun are in their orbits? Oh, how can you, how can a yeah, Arab Bedouin in 7th century it, know you act, Yeah, like the Arab Bedouin at the time, he's not going to care about this because like it has no... Like how, how, they, like how are they how they gonna this know doesn't this? prove God to them? But for us in our time, when science is the, the dominant thing right now, this mm -hmm. this is an evidence for God, right? Mm -hmm. And just Allah sends time uh, signs to every nation from you know whatever whatever you know befits them, yeah. whatever befits them, right? Mm -hmm. So at the time of Musa Salam, you know it was magic. Mm -hmm. Time of the Prophet Ali Salam, it was the, the language of the, the language Quran. and like the poem, so. Yeah. Just imagine now, you know, we have the science and. Who knows what's to come after us? Because the Quran is timeless. The time, the Quran will. The Quran is, the Quran for, is for the here for the, the generations after Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, all the way to the day of judgment. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because there's many instances in the Quran where it talks about like, um, you you wouldn't like when you under, understand that the Quran was revealed 
from Angel Gabriel to the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, in a revelation format, like periodically. When you read the Quran now, you're like, what does the moon and the sun, the sun have to do? Like, what are their orbits? What does iron being sent down to mankind have to do with this? What is what is every living thing being made from water have to do with this? And then he like, and then after those verses, like after those, like, will you will you not reflect? The Quran in Surah Hashra says, we present these examples so that people they can reflect and they can think about it. This is uh, the human, the, the age of humanity. Like we have to, it's intellect. And it's, it's, also it's literacy. Like we the have language, to understand. The language that Allah uses when he describes the situation between Prophet Ibrahim when he inspired him at a young age. When Ibrahim he sees like the, the stars, the moon and the sun. He's like, see, the night is from my Lord and then the day is from my Lord and the night can't overtake the day. The day can't overtake the night. It's like they all like they have a set time. Times, you see the yeah. set period that the night uh, is like the sky is dark, and then you have the set time where the sky is bright and it's light, mm -hmm. and you see how like it flows, and you see like Felikin Yasbahun, like they're swimming. Mm -hmm. But see, the way that he inspired Prophet Ibrahim Alayhi Salam, he just right. saw that. You know, he he saw, he saw dreams as well, but and then he, he was like inspired. Yes. He was inspired from it, and he he saw. He was like, "This is my Lord," like, I, and he understood it. He was young too. Like they, they don't say the age, but he was young. Everybody knows he was he was somewhere in his adolescence. Yeah, he was a young man and, at the time. And he came he came to his people, telling like, "Yo, this these these statues, these idols, they're not your gods. They're, like there's one God." And uh, they tried to ridicule uh, ridicule him. He said, "Like I'm free of whatever you like, whatever you try to bring me or whatever, because I know my Lord." See, he said he's free from all of this. Mm -hmm. Like the same the same thing for us. You know, the Quran the, is the criterion. Everything else besides the Quran, you're free of because you have this Quran. You have you have the criterion for for your life. Like there are lessons from every single uh, prophet's nation. And then, if um, if there's something that you uh, that you don't know that you're struggling on, you know that there's hadith about it. And if it's not just in hadith, then the Sahaba spoke about it. Or like, uh, like, like just like even just like let's just focus on the stories of the prophets for reflection purposes. If you're having trouble with st staying on a straight path and like um, having trust in Allah, think about Prophet Nuh alayhi salam. Think about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If you're having trouble with your family, think about Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam. Think about Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. Bro, his if, father, if, his if father. If your trials, if your trials get to be too much for you, think about the story of Prophet Yunus alayhi salam. This man thought it was too much for him that his nation wouldn't uh, wouldn't accept Islam. So then he left. He left without a uh, divine commandment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah he was going to punish him. But he saw repentance and then he went back and his entire nation uh, accepted Islam. Like, He's all, the only nation to fully accept Islam is his. And you where, where was he at that point in time? He was at the, in the belly of a whale. He was in the belly of the whale. Like, do you not reflect upon these matters? Like, the, the stories in the Quran, they're there for a reason. And it's for reflection. Like... Every single one thing, the, like that's one of the things I like. Even just in life, people think that things happen without reason. No, every single little thing that happens in your life is of reason. You have to have taqwa. You have to remain God conscious, and you have to remember that Allah is the one who is watching you, and He is with you wherever you are, and He is seeing. Like, look, even even nowadays, people hate you for speaking the truth. And what exactly did they, did they do to these prophets? Yeah, they yeah. ridiculed them for speaking the truth. Like, they imagine them. Or like. like uh, for, for all the prophet, like for a lot of the prophets, they said this is like nothing but clear magic or whatever it may be. Just any or excuse on why not to believe. Any excuse they present it, and even if they were to see it, like, and they say, and the people, Allah present, presents an example. Oh, maybe if we were to see the angels and um, yeah. like God's creation, we would have believed. No, even if you were, even if Allah were to send down every single scripture, every anything in front of, of you, you, you would yeah. still remain arrogant. You would still call it sorcery. Or when you, when, and Allah presents this. Oh, when people ask, why didn't God just show Himself to us? Allah shows you that even if you were to show like everything, you still wouldn't believe.
Of course. And like I said, this, is, this is prevalent in today's age because people will hate you for speaking the truth. You know, they will, they will prey on your downfall. They will kill you. No matter if they They'll know it. Kind of, no matter if they know it. They, they, it's still... They, they That's don't the want point it. of seeking knowledge. You're saying like, oh yeah, why didn't God just show, uh, like show himself to us, right? Didn't, did he not say that if he had sent the Quran down to a mountain, the mountain would have would have crumbled, right? Mm -hmm. Did he not say... Uh, um, and Musa alayhi salam, when he, re he revealed himself to a mountain and the mountain became dust, when Musa alayhi salam asked this question, why can't I see you? Yeah, exactly. They, so they, this would answer their question, right? Then right they, yeah. If they knew the story of Musa yeah, exactly. alayhi salam, they would know if, why if God wouldn't show himself. If you know the stories, like, yeah. And he also... Were we not created weak on this earth? Like, we were created in the best of state, you know, uh, for the life in Jannah, right? Mm -hmm. But here, we were created weak. You know, we have to sleep, we have to eat, we have to drink <laughs> water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, bro, you think that if you were to be able to do that, you could bear that? You could barely even bear the trials that Allah put you through. Like, we're not we're not strong enough right now without by ourselves. We're not strong at all. Like uh the fact the fact of the matter is, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, don't be in awe of like anybody here. Be in awe of him. <laughs> when you're in awe of him, you understand that it's only him. There's yeah, nothing that you can do. You do nothing on your own accord. You only do it by the will yeah, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's for the glazers out there, right? Yeah, not like, even just that. Just think about the fact that everything here will come to perish and except for God. Yeah, exactly. And don't even be in awe of yourself. Who who was the deviant and Sahaba Musa alayhi salam Qarun? Not a deviant, but Qarun. He the hypocrite, yeah. Yeah, he, he said, All of my wealth that I amassed, because he was a wealthy person, everything that I got was because of my own knowledge. Allah destroyed him. He made, yeah, he like, made an example out of him for those who have a lot of wealth and you think it's, it's, it's only from yourself. Think of Allah and Allah be grateful. Allah says, does he not think that there were people before him who had more wealth than him, more status than him, more power than him? Mm -hmm. like, even a uh, modern day Muslim, I can use it as an example, is Khabib. You know, mashallah, like he, he, he's, he's out here like, he, he's one of the greatest right now, like whatever, you know, whatever it came to be. He was fighter, whatever. Uh, he was wealthy, but he blamed it all on Allah. Like he he gave all the credit to Allah. He didn't take any of the credit for himself. And then you have the other people out here who say, oh yeah, I can do anything by myself. I don't need God oh, in my me. life. it's me. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. And you see the arrogance myself. in their like, heart. It's the arrogance. Like, what are you, you going to do when, you're, when you're, at, you're drawing your last breath and your soul reaches your neck? Boy, then you're going to cry to Allah. You're going to call him. You're going to say, send me back. Subhanallah. And this is this is a message from Allah. We, you know what they say, right? Well, a, a lot of people, a lot of people, they say, "Oh, you you never see a true person unless they're like you never see a person's true like identity until they reach their death, Bro. like until they reach like and the final moments before death." Look, and Allah says, "When hatta ijah, like when mo when death comes to them, they say, Rabbi, Rabbi like they know yeah. they My know Lord, what they know back. what the truth was." They In Surah Fajr, was. um, what Allah says, uh. What that means is on the day that you know the people are brought like before, before Jahannam, they're mm -hmm. gonna try to remember. But Allah's gonna Allah tells them, like, what good is the remembrance gonna do now? You denied all this time, and what, what good is this remembrance gonna wow. do for you now? Like, yeah, of course you're gonna acknowledge Allah on the day of judgment. Who else are you gonna acknowledge? There's nothing going on in your mind except for the fact that you like you fear Allah, you fear the punishment that's coming. You fear that you're going to have to account for your deeds. But here, here you think that, you know, this life is yours. That you think that you, uh, you have control over whatever you do. If that was the case, then why, why did you have to like, be born? Like, just, just like a moment of reflection. I encourage everyone, open a book now. Put your phones down. Open a book. Read. Because it would only increase you. It, you're on here. I want you to think about, like, think about it like this. You're on here for a set portion of time that God has gave you. So be grateful to him. Show, his, show your gratefulness by reading, by by doing good acts, doing good deeds, restraining from sin. Imagine you spent your entire life, the, 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 the life that God gave you, he let you eat in 
eat, sleep, have drink desires. freely, yeah. have the fulfill your desires freely, and then you spent it all deviating from his way. Look, imagine this. We're all Muslims, yeah? Mm. So imagine all the, you know, all the people who hate Islam, who are against Islam. Imagine if they just picked up a book and they read with out of sincerity, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, not not in there to to ridicule Islam. Yeah, but not in there to try and prove but it actually, or like but, have some sort but of But actually arrogance. to go in there and to actually learn and to understand. You know, there's no way you can't go into the Quran and not find God. There's no way. Look, how, look at how Shaitan no, has deviated 100%. every all these other faiths. He's deviated the Christians, the Jews, the Hindus, the Buddhists. He's deviated all of them from the path, right? Now look, look at how he can deviate a Muslim. He may not take you away from Islam completely, but he could make you a munafiq. He can make you uh, help you become a hypocrite. He, he doesn't do it himself. That's going to be on you, obviously, because on what they, they, they Shaitan's going to say, like I didn't do anything for I everything. Just told you. Everything. I, I gave you a promise, and I gave you a promise, yeah. and you decided to listen to me. Exactly. So imagine so the embarrassment. Think about, think about if you don't have knowledge, if you don't have knowledge about Allah and Islam, the mercy of Allah, then you're sitting here thinking like the sins that you might do are too big for Allah or something. Or you might think that I'll never be forgiven or how can I get away from this? Like you never think that, uh, see a lot of people may not know that, you know, with knowledge of Islam, you understand the, the qadr, like the, 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 the decree. decree of Allah, the reason that everything you, yeah. happens. Yeah, like I look back on my life and I see other people and they're all, always talking about their trauma and stuff like this. And I'm like, bro, I'm thankful for everything I've ever been through. Mm -hmm. I'm it's, not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you like anything about it because that's between, yeah, it's between it's, me it's and a, Allah. Yeah, and it gives perspective. me perspective. Yeah, perspective. Like I think about it and I'm sitting here like, look at where I'm at now, bro. I'm here and I'm able to pray to Allah. And if I haven't gone through that, I may not have been able to get to even, this point. Even, even like you'll have some Muslims here today. Like they'll, they'll, they'll question Allah. Why am I being, why did, why does bad things happen to me? Why am I always being tested? This, that, this, that, the third. In chapter two, it says, I'm hasibatum unto like, did you guys think? Did you guys think that you're gonna go into Jannah without being tested? Who is he talking to? He's not talking to the disbelievers. They don't think they're going. Like, they don't know. They don't know where they're going. They don't think they're like. He's talking to the believers. Did you think that you will enter you just, Jannah without we, being tested? Yeah, yeah I like like those up, like those before you. Like, so I like to bring up the example. How, how can you ever just say you're an upright person that you're a servant of Allah that you're actually fulfilling your life's purpose and like expect not to be tested upon that? Like, imagine if I said I'm the best boxer in the world and you expect yeah. no, no no one's, one's gonna, gonna actually test up. me on that? Yeah, exactly. See, this topic brings where's me the back, truthfulness? Look, it brings me back to when we were in the masjid uh, like like a couple a uh, couple weeks ago with with the guy who was asking why are you Muslim. Why do you believe Islam is the truth? And I was sitting there, I was like, yo, this is probably the greatest question I've ever been asked in my life. Because for one, you're going to be asked these types of questions in the mm -hmm. grave. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be able to answer from a, from a standpoint of for, knowledge. Like, you're going to answer from a standpoint of like, for what's in your heart. And, and for a moment, like when we were all sitting with that guy, bro, Allah, he was, a, he was an amazing dude. When we were sitting, never, I haven't seen him again after, the, after that conversation. But when, <laughs> when he asked that question, it stopped all of us. It was a, probably a group of seven of us, all of youth. And it stopped all of us. We just started thinking, reflecting to ourselves. I was like, wow, that's that's a good question. The key to knowledge is quest asking questions. Someone told me that. And that type of question, I, like, we we were all sitting there and I, like, I had certain answers, but he was like, okay, give me the answer outside of the perspective of Islam and the Quran. He said, object, like, objectively, yeah, no give me subjectively why you believe in and God. Then we, and we, would like, come, we would come with our sources, we would come with our uh, with our evidence. And he was like, that's subjective, that's subjective. And then and eventually he explained to us, he explained to us the objective, like, I still, that conversation runs through my head almost every single day. Like, that changed my life and changed my perspective. Like, it really helped my view on Islam. And, like, and it really goes in accordance with, like, the Quran. Yeah, it, it, gave me, it gave me perspective on, like, okay, see, I see why Islam is the truth and why it's, un, like, even more so undeniably the truth. Because now I have a perspective of what the atheist thinks. We'll give a story time on that. We should, we should give he, a he, story Here's the thing. I, I'm also the type of person, like, when if I ever get asked a question like that and I get stumped, 
and I really can't answer, that's when I go and I just start seeking way more knowledge than yeah, I was before. Because I'm like, I can't let something like that ever happen bro, again. And I just start <laughs> learning and learning and learning and learning. Bro, after that conversation, I went, I went, I studied, I went and researched philosophy, I went and researched cosmetology, I went and researched of contingency, I, I researched everything. Bro, it was crazy. Like it, it was, it was very interesting because now I think about it. Like if I were to go out and ask Muslims, like if we were to do some sort of like social experiment, I ask them that type of question. Maybe different questions, but something like that. Like, why are you Muslim? Why yeah. do you believe Islam is the truth? And if they can't give me a straight answer without them just like giving me the notion that oh, it's because of their family or their influences, then I'm gonna tell you like you need to seek knowledge because that that was all of us at one point. Like I was I was inclined to uh, to be a Muslim because of my parents, like you know, they taught me, but. I didn't understand what the the things they were teaching me truly meant, because, you know, the the things Allah tells you is um, is signs of Him. You know, it's simple. You look at the sky, you look at the sun, you look at the moon. But then when you truly think about it, you're just like, bro, all of these would drop right now if Allah decided to just drop them. Yeah. All of us would just perish if Allah just decided, because you know He says in the Quran, for for one for a thing to be, He just says kun fayakun, be and it yeah, is. You know, I was just thinking about what you said earlier, how, you know, some people, they go through their life struggles. They're just like, why? You know, why is all this happening to me? And then they use it as an excuse for a lot of their, you know, here, what's the word here? They use it as an excuse for, for a lot, lot of their, their like, um, their misfortunes. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. So just imagine if everyone in the world thought like you when just everyone just had an excuse for everything. And then you also have the other type of person where, you know, they, they go through everything and they take it with honor and then they, they, it's beneficial. Mm -hmm. Like, Look at the practicality of Islam here. Like this is exactly what we're taught to take the to take the to take the test with honor, to take the pain with honor. Imagine if everyone thought like that, the world would be a better place. Like you can't tell me otherwise. You really can't. There really would no be no like extreme like bro like hatred for one another. I understand that we don't we don't know what Jannah looks like now, but we were shown it before we were in the wombs of our mothers. So if you think that like you agreed to come here. And you agreed to live this like, life oh, yeah, knowing I, that you would for the, be tested. This is for those people that I, that ask, like, why? I'm like, I didn't ask to be here. Yeah, like you couldn't be more ignorant or arrogant. There's a, probably a one in a million chance you were ever born, experiencing life, eating, drinking freely as God, the gifts that God okay, gave but look, you. Just, you you didn't ask for you didn't ask for eyesight. You didn't ask, like you could have been beat up every single day of your life. Oh, oh, I didn't ask for that. But God protected. Like you don't think about like that. What could have been. But here's the thing, though. I mean, we're told that we did ask to be here. Yeah. We, we are told that. But just imagine, let's say your parents never told you what your first words were. And I asked you, what, what were your first words? Are you going to be able to tell me? No, you're not going to be able to tell me. So how can you tell me what, what was shown to you before this life or in the womb of your mother? Mm -hmm. You're completely arrogant of that. So don't sit here and tell me that, oh, I didn't ask to be here. But you have no knowledge of it. <laughs> were you there? Air. I mean, yeah, of course you were there. But can you remember that? No, you can't. And then on the Day of Judgment, if you were to see Jenna and enter Jenna, you'd be like, bro, I had, I lived, like, what was the life I even lived? Like, I'm not, you, you thought you struggled, but really all of it was worth Dude, it. Dude, that's even applicable here. Imagine someone who, who grew up, they had a tough life and then all of a sudden their, their life turned around and they were successful in whatever they wanted to be successful in. Are they really going to care about like what happened before, like in a bad way? Or are they going to be, they're going like, to they're they're be thankful for it. Yeah. And or, it's just going to be like, okay, that happened and I'm here now. So I'm grateful. I'm happy now. Or to like, to put this into more perspective, think about now we're in Ramadan, we're fasting, we're hungry and thirsty all day. But the moment we break our fast, we're full. From one bite, we're full, and we have no recollection of our hunger. That's how. That's how small. Or that's how small. Like the sweetness. of This, this is a sign here yeah, in this, this world. This <laughs> look, look at it. Yeah. See, all of these things that you're talking about are signs. It's like you know, for the person who for struggled who their reflect. life, but then they found success. Now, see, if there's if there are Muslim who struggled and then found success, and they're still thankful to Allah through all, all of this, 
then great well, that's good for them. Great that's good for them. That was, that was Qadr Allah. This was what Allah saw was best for them. And uh, that means when, when they were to go on the day of judgment, if they were to enter Jannah, they'll see. They'll see like, okay, I went through all this and I made it. I finally made it to where I was trying to go. See, for us, it's the journey is not just through this life. It's this life to the next one. No, you want to know. It doesn't stop like, until you make it to Jannah. You want to, like, you know the story of, like, Satan and Iblis, right? This is this is something I, like, I remember I heard a sheikh say it. I was, like, I was watching, like, on my phone. And, like, I reflected, and I was, like, this is crazy. He said that when, you know, in the Quran, when Shaitan, he was getting kicked out of Jannah, he made a dua. He said, he asked Allah, he said, reprive me until the day of judgment. Like this is this is keep in mind this is after he disobeyed literally he disobeyed Allah right in front of him he refused to prostrate he said like and then he said reprieve me until the day of judgment like keep me away from like don't let me die until like the day of judgment prolong my life and then Allah said you're from those who were reprieved he answered his dua that's crazy and there's people today like there would be a Muslim today who would be a, like who won't make dua to Allah because like oh Allah's not answering my duas Allah's not answering my duas are you worse than Shaitan? To Allah not answering your dua. It is really, it's a testimony. Because look, Allah in the Quran, he claims he is al Hamid. He is free of need, worthy of praise. He doesn't need, like, he'll grant, and if he if he will, he will grant everyone their wishes. Free of need, worthy of praise. It is truly us who are in need of him. And this is an understanding. This is the Quran, like, you truly have to understand this. When you're reading Quran, it's for your benefit. When you're reading knowledge, like, oh, it's not because God's going to be angry with me if I don't read. No, it's because literally... You want to you want to become the best. You want to be better. You want to improve yourself. You gotta read. You bro, gotta do what you gotta why, do. This is why you you ask the dua out loud, bro. Allah knows exactly what you want before you birth the thought, before your heart even yearns for that for that desire. It's literally for, for you. Even, yeah, like Allah already knows. But you asking that that's you showing Allah, I need you. Like if you're if you're too too prideful to even ask for yeah. uh, for something through dua, too prideful to raise your hands, yeah, like, to raise your hands to Allah and like you know ask Him for something because you're like, oh yeah, Allah, you know what's in my heart, like. Bro, you need Allah. <laughs> Allah's not going to just answer you because you're like, oh, yeah, in my heart. Like, like, if I say I want a Lamborghini in my heart, it's not going to do anything. But if I say, yeah, Allah, give me an opportunity to, you know, work up the, uh, to find money to get a job or whatever so that I could eventually do this. If you see it good for me, that's, that's way different than me saying Allah knows what's in my heart. And that's me acting upon, like, you know, the things... The there things that I want. Act, acting, acting upon, upon it. it. Look, action is literally gets us to where we need to be. If you want to be successful in something, you need to take action right away. Like this is this is an advice given by anyone. Like like let's say a millionaire. The, the first advice to you is going to be to to seek knowledge and to and to an action. Mm. And it's also going to be to seek people who have knowledge, more knowledge than you. Like you, there's there's always you can always seek knowledge by yourself, mm. but you can. You're only going to get to a certain threshold. Then, when you find, when you surround yourself with people who have more knowledge than you, who are or who are actively seeking knowledge with you, then you guys will all learn different things, and you guys will all find like different uh, creative styles of learning and thinking. And then you guys can share it with each other. That's why in the workplace you work with teams because everybody has a different way of thinking. Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave every every single person a brain of their own. Everybody mm -hmm. has their own thoughts, their own uh, like uh, process of you know. Yeah. Problem solving, critical thinking, logical reasoning—like we all have our own ways of doing these things. Re like we all have our own way of, of reaching the same conclusion. All of us want to reach Jannah, right? Mm -hmm. But we all have different ways of getting there. We're all going to go through different things. We're all going to do different sins, even if it's the same sins. We're going to do it differently. We're going to do it with different people. It's like like everything, everything is different in the same though. So diverse, and I was yeah. just going to say that we're so diverse, but like it's like we're all living the same life. Exactly, like, and you even hear like 
a lot of people who are not Muslims, they say this. We are all living like the same type of life. One thing I, I always like to think about when I have a question for the viewers, like if anyone can answer me, like, or help me out with like, just like this situation. When Allah says he taught Adam alayhi salam the names of all things, I just wonder like what it was like. When the names, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the names of all things, you know, like say like, oh, you have cell and then you have mitochondria. Mitochondria was just the name we've attributed to this, this particular thing. So like, was this something that Adam alayhi salam knew? Maybe he had a different name or like, I don't know. It's just, I always think about it. I always think about. He oh, said he taught him the names of everything. So of just all imagine. of everything. Just imagine like. Just imagine. Like a black hole. Like, I don't, but like, I can't even like begin <laughs> to, I can't process it. I literally can't process imagine it in my brain. Just that mean something that for you guys to think about. Adam is the smartest person. <laughs> no, no, literally like he knew like all the attributes of Allah. Like, <laughs> he knew that, he knew that, he knew like. He knew all the, the all angels, the, the creations, every single of Allah created. He knew everything. Like, look, for example, there's things like, like, let's say I speak English, right? I, I won't know, like, the names of certain things in specific, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, like let's say there, there's a table, right? But, like, the corner of the table, like, there's a specific word for that. But, like, I can't tell you the word for that. <laughs> but, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't he would have known. known. <laughs> so, Some people even claim that he knew languages, too, like, more than one language. That of he, course, like, they have spoken some language. No, he spoke a language, but people claim that he knew more than one. Because, like, if you say taught the names of all things, then you know that's that's no one. Allah that's broad. I, Allah knows best. That, that's point, why I just, just left like, it with you guys to. It's just like to you think about where like knowledge originated. It originated with the first creation. The first creation was given yeah. knowledge directly from Allah. So. Like, directly, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was a t t teacher. Like Allah taught him the names of all things. What did the angels say after that? Um, he wasn't. And then translate it for me. What? No, 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 not that one. It was like, after he taught Adam all the names, and they were like, yeah, there you go. Glory be to you. you. We have no knowledge except for what you have given us. Imagine, nothing that you learn comes without the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, that's, that's also, what you could take from that. Like, what's it called? That's also in, in Ayat al-Kursi. We have no knowledge of like the knowledge of Allah except for what he's revealed. Of course. Of, mm -hmm. of what he's given to us. So you, you can never think of that. You're never going to know everything. <laughs> like, that, that is for Allah. The all-knowing is for Allah. And you just so ask him, if, ask if, Allah if, to if, increase us all in you knowledge want, yeah, and li literacy, intelligence. Subhanallah. Yeah, understanding. I mean, under, yeah, I mean, understanding. And to make it easy for us. I mean. Understanding, like. You know, just the, the basic principles of Islam, you know, understanding the conditions of prayer, the things that invalidate your prayer, the things that invalidate your wudu. Like, under, you have to understand these types of things because, bro, if you get deeper into it, you have, you have like, madhabs, you have these imams who have, who have um, opinions on things, and they have deferring opinions sometimes, or sometimes they have multiple opinions on one issue. Like, there, it, it goes so deep. When you seek knowledge, like, once you truly seek knowledge, you'll, feel, you'll think, like, okay, yeah, I don't know nothing. Like, even me. People yeah, think I'm knowledgeable. I'm, I'm not knowledgeable, bro. I don't no. know nothing. Like, <laughs> this is why we say we're students of knowledge. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I learn every single day, and I'm still not even going to be that uh, close enough to any of these, like, issues, unless I truly, truly go to school for it for years. Like, this is like studying to be a doctor, bro. It's more than It's a life. lifestyle. This is your life. Like, people spend their entire lives seeking knowledge because there are, still, there are still opinions and things that they're delving for, uh, for themselves because the times are changing. So they have to be able to, uh, to adapt with adapt the times. To the time. And the Quran adapt is, is timeless. So they know how to do it, but they have to seek knowledge on how to do it. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, you know, that's going to close out this episode about the importance of seeking knowledge and knowing, like, ilm, knowing literate, like, your being Lord, literate, being Islamically. Islamically literate. And, you know, uh, from all of us here, man, you know, 
hope we'll have, you're having a good Ramadan, you know, increasing your acts of worship, doing well, staying away from sin, repenting. Yeah, with that being said, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Just to let you guys know that we're not scholars, we're always students of knowledge. Make sure you guys like this video, share it with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change by sharing this by sharing this video. With that being said, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.